pretty much the I, maybe, I said it maybe has been keep suggested. it going. It's been suggested to keep it going the whole year, which would be a lot. <laughs> wow. That's a yeah, lot. Of, that's, that's a lot. lot. What do you? I mean, that's uh, if, if I, I tried doing the math the other day. If I did one a day, something, something in the neighborhood of three hundred sixty-five <laughs> for the year. You're listening to a Living Word Family Church podcast. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about Living Word Family Church, make sure to check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Now, on to the show. So this is our first podcast, right? Yeah. Yep. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. I'm doing well. Awesome. How are you, Matt? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm Matt, and uh, sitting beside me are Zach and Pastor Scott Millis, the esteemed senior pastor at Living Word Family Church mm-hmm. in St. Joseph. Which we are uh, we're coming at you live, not quite live, no. pre-recorded there from we St. We're Joseph. live right now. We're live right now. So, Living in but the I moment. Mean, by the time our listeners hear this, we're going to be pre-recorded. And we wanted to talk a little bit about the name of this podcast, right, Zach? Yeah. What's the name, Zach? What did we pick out for that? The name is, open parentheses, you at least. You have to say parentheses, do you? Do you have to say don't parentheses? You have to say well, you can't read it. Yeah. Well, I understand that. I'm saying that that's, but that's not part of the name. Yeah, it's okay. going to be tricky. All right. Well, I'll just say it. The name we have working right now is At Least Two at Par Bar. Now, explain that to me. What is that all about? Pastor Scott. <laughs> well, Matt, if you'd been paying attention in yeah. church when we if were you've been reading back your, in listening to your messages. Back which in, was, wait, 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 wait. Back in Chronicles? It was yeah, two and a half years well, ago. It was probably, yeah, it was two and a half years ago. It's probably, <laughs> I've, sl- I've slept since then because we've been doing our Through the Bible in a Year for the better part of two years. That's correct. So that, that's that is correct. <laughs> hey, don't rush a good thing. Oh, you're right. No, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, I think we all have. <laughs> but back in First Chronicles, there's a... Uh, Kind of an obscure verse, and and the reason it always catches my attention. This is a story from uh, when my parents were at Rama. Actually, there was a group of students who got together as sort of a country and western band, called themselves the Trumpets of Zion. The and, Trumpets uh, of Zion. The Trumpets of Zion. Now that's cool. And uh, this was during the time when the praise chorus was really picking up steam as a replacement for the hymns during uh, singing time in church. And, uh, of course, as you know, many of us came out of churches that were less than thriving and robust. And uh, we threw a lot of good things away in our effort to distance ourselves from what we considered dead religion. And one of the things we threw away was the hymnal and replaced them with praise choruses. And the great thing about them was they were often simply Scripture set to music. Uh, This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. There's Exhibit A, you know, we were, but we were singing the Psalms. And so kind of as, a, as an homage to that movement, the Trumpets of Zion pulled out a scripture and set it to music. And the scripture they pulled out was First Chronicles 26.18, which says, and I think I quote, at Parbar westward, and four at the causeway, and two more at Parbar. Which is hard to understand even in context, <laughs> but if you isolate that verse, it is next to meaningless. So I'm, th- I'm thinking, Zach, that this is quite the appropriate name for this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> next yes. to meaningless. What was that verse again? First Chronicles? First Chronicles 26.18, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I am mistaken. 
No, you're right. I am not you're mistaken. Right. Correct. You are not mistaken. Yeah, six were assigned each day to the West Gate, four to the E-Gateway East. You have to read it in You have to read it in Old King James. Oh, Old King, King James. Oh, yeah. Old King James. Wait, King. I just have King James. Is there an Old King, King James? King James is it. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. There's no OKJV. Yeah, it's not okay. in, it's not in a, any other versions I checked. Like, No, all these modern translations try to make it sound like it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Are you, do you think they actually edit the text? Like, what do you mean? Well, they took uh, out are Parbar. They, being they took out Parbar. Is that not? A yeah, replaced it with what courtyard or something some, like that. Or some, I think, some just said Westgate or something. By the causeway of going up, ward against ward. So maybe they—that's King James version. Which, which verse? Are you in eighteen? Twenty-six. Oh, I'm sorry, eighteen. Yeah, sorry. At Parbar westward, four at the causeway, and two at Parbar. Yep. How do they put that to a song? Well, Want me to sing it for you? Yeah, yes. I do actually. At Parbar Westward and four at the Causeway and two more at Parbar. Come on now. At Parbar Westward and four at the Causeway and two more at Parbar. Just repeat that over and over again? I wasn't there. I I received (laughs) this information secondhand. That is hilarious. I bet we could sell that to Hillsong. (laughs) I think we could probably, (laughs) now, we should start singing that on Sunday mornings. I think that's a... It would... That's a knee slapper. Make as much sense as some of Hillsong's United lyrics. Oh, snap. Oh, Sorry. wow. Well, which, which Hillsong <laughs> United are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, which one are you about? talking about? I think On a somewhat serious note, have you listened to Hillsong United's new record? Um, I think it's called Empires. No. It when is did it? really good. When did really it good lyrics. That just recently released, right? It's, it's, yeah. I think it was maybe 2014. It's a very toned oh, down. Oh, that's not recent. It's not really? like they're... Big jumpy, some of their older stuff. It's very toned down. And it's got some really good lyrics. Really, so I give it a listen. So which, now Hillsong United Empires, Hillsong United Empires, and then they did a live version in Israel. They went to different Ooh. places in Israel and recorded it. So like they have this one called song called Street called Mercy, and they record it on the uh, what is it the street they say Jesus walked down. I yeah. don't remember the name the of Via it. Via Dolorosa? Yeah, they recorded it on the Via Dolorosa. Oh, wow. really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. No, the one I was... I'm trying to think. It's the of their... Guys ever hear of a song called Oceans? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I believe I've heard of that, yes. <laughs> okay. Oceans, I see it right here on Spotify. So, no, wait, what's the name again? At least two by Parbar. Or two at par bar. At least two. At least, at least two par at par bar. Because you know you figured there would be at least two of us on the podcast. Well, that's true. On the podcast, at least two at par bar. It's going to take me a while to wrap my mind around that. So oh. I almost feel like we got to give it a full paragraph description, even when mentioning it at any point in any given time. You ever hear the Westwood One Radio Network? Mm, something about that sounds familiar, but I don't know. Westwood, Westwood One? One? Westwood radio One. Network. What is that? Is that like a Christian radio network? No, no, oh, no. Oh, secular okay. radio network. I remember it from a long secular time ago. Secular radio network? Then why would I have ever heard of it? <laughs> I just okay. thought we could play off that with the Westward. Westward. Ooh. Go Westward, young man. Whoa. Wow. No, uh, like idea. Who said that, by the way? Go West, young man. Yeah, that was, a, that was like a 90s Christian song right there. Go West, young yeah, man. So that was Michael W. Smith. Yes. I mean, who, who the the original quote? I'm pretty sure it's from the Bible. Walt Whitman. Oh, Walt Whitman. Okay. Right? Somebody check that out. One of our listeners, uh, maybe do a quick <laughs> Hey, yeah. Hey. Tweet at us or Facebook message us, whatever. Post on our Facebook page. Who said that quote? What was the quote again? Go West, young Go man. Go West, young man. 
So you can uh, tweet at Living Word Family. Is it Graham Green? I don't know. Our Facebook page, Living Word Family. Living Word Family Church. Our Facebook page is Living Word Family Church. Yeah. I'm not sure what our Twitter is off the top yeah, of my head. I think it's head. Living Word Family, isn't it? Living Word Family or Living Word Fam, because mm. it just depended on what was available for that when we set it up. But yeah, if you want to tweet, it hashtag. Is, it is at Living Word Fam. Yeah. So yeah. And cool. I was wrong on both counts, so the answer still needs to... Uh, <laughs> you were wrong. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Honorable Pastor Scott Millis was wrong on both counts that Correct. quickly together. My, my two guesses were both wrong. They didn't sound like guesses when you first said them. You sounded pretty sure of yourself. Well, if I was sure of myself, I would have only had one guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> Speaking of segues... Have you ever ridden a Segway? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Uh, what did we talk about this last Sunday? What did we just start the second week of? Uh, we started the second week of our fast. Our church yeah, fast. Church first fast. Beginning of the year, we do a three-week fast for the church, and everybody kind of, uh, not necessarily fasting from food altogether, everybody kind of picks something to fast Correct. from and uh, to grow deeper with the, in their relationship with God. And Our focus this year is on prayer, so we've been really focused a lot on that. Pastor God's been writing a stellar email Every mm-hmm. single morning. Oh, you're very kind. And uh, so it, that's been really cool to kind of, yeah, really cool to do. So. Yeah, I liked that. It's working out well. We're getting a lot of great feedback on the prayer mails. As a matter of fact, we've had actually a lot of people signing up for the email list just because of that. of that. Yeah, as a result of that, yeah, which has been pretty cool. So, very cool. And you great. can sign up to receive that email at livingwordfamily.org. Uh, there's a spot to sign up there. So if you want to get Pastor Scott's daily prayer email, which you said on Sunday, you said you were going to keep it going pretty much. I, maybe, I said it maybe has been keep suggested. It going. It's been suggested to keep it going the whole year, which would be a lot. <laughs> wow. That's a yeah, lot. Of, that's, that's a lot. lot. What do you, I mean. That's, uh, if it, I, I tried doing the math the other day. If I did one a day. It'd be a 365. Be something in the neighborhood of 365 <laughs> <clears throat> for the year. That's funny how the math shakes out that way, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. is. (laughs) I just did it in my head. I'd have to put pencil to paper to get some solid Well, Zach's got a pen. We can figure that out real quick. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let me do that real quick. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. (laughs) That was super quick. (laughs) Well, so Pastor Scott, what do you see as being probably the, the... one of the benefits, I guess it's hard to pick out the best benefit, but one of the benefits of fasting and fasting corporately, like as a church, like what would you think... We do it every yeah. year. We do it every year as a church for a purpose. Like, what do you think right. that? What, what would you say was the best? Well, one of the be, one of the nice benefits of doing that is the as a church. The first thing that comes to my mind when I think about this, which is every year, is fasting corporately. The benefit of doing it corporately is just that we know we are doing this as a team. There's almost some built-in accountability, even though we're not checking on one another. I'm not making phone calls every day. Ah, did mm-hmm. you eat sweets today right, or something right, like right. that? But just there's a sense of coming together as a team. And uh, I know that I uh, have uh, struggled in the past to stay faithful to a fast if I'm doing it by myself. Right. But knowing that, uh, hey, this is something we are counting on seeing some uh, results of this time in prayer. Right. And uh, I don't want to be the weak link in the chain, as it were. I want to be taking this as seriously as I can. And so knowing that uh, a large percentage of the church family is doing it with me Helps yep. me stay on track oh, that's and makes cool. it more exciting. So, what have you? What What has your been your fast this past week? I've given up meat, 
sugar, and bread. So it's kind of a modified Daniel fast. I haven't really done the research to see exactly what's allowed, but uh, I've got my hands full knowing what I'm not allowing. (laughs) Yeah. Zach, how about you? What have you done for this fast? You're doing the Daniel fast too, right? Yeah. Trying to stick to fruits, vegetables, nuts, um, rice, and water. But I do cheat. I don't cheat, but I allow myself to have like protein shake. Uh, oh, okay. And I'm allowing myself coffee. Yeah. Which I think, I mean, you, you, somebody if you do told it, me that's if not you do allowed. It, that's really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you do it just black, it's just putting hot water through a bean. Correct. And you can have beans on a Daniel that's Fast. excellent. Hot water through so a bean. But for a true Daniel Fast, you got to ask yourself, is that something the king would have had? Would hey, the king have had coffee? I actually thought um, we need to make bracelets. If it makes any difference, it's Maxwell House. Oh well, <laughs> the, the, the king would have had Columbia Street Roastery. That's that's a oh, very interesting shout out point. there, Columbia Street Roastery. Good coffee. This no, podcast I'm, brought to you by <laughs> Columbia Street Roastery. That's a little bit of Christopher the Walken. Best roasted bean in town. Brought to you by <laughs> Columbia. Say, say, how about a cup of that Columbia, Columbia. Street Roastery coffee? <laughs> I love that stuff. You gotta throw in a little twitch there. <laughs> how about you, Matt? What do you what do you fast? Well, we didn't. Um, not doing the full Daniel fast, although seeing you guys go through that, that's something I think I'd like to try in the future, either for Lent or maybe for next year's fast, maybe do something like that. Um, <clears throat> so I'm doing sweets and soda, um, mm-hmm. giving up soda, and then sweets basically being any kind of snacky dessert kind of food, So, which is a little right. bit general, which I know allows room, allows room to kind of make some uh, – cheats but i've tried not to let myself cheat other than on sundays we did take a break on sunday but yeah. um, yeah. but for me i'm a very like i'm a bored snacker so if i'm mm. not busy doing something yeah. i'm yeah. looking for something to eat and that's that's horrible so, i do that a lot too i feel like it. if yeah i'm like if i'm watching movies like i okay well i have to have something exactly to eat, yep so. exactly it's right part of the experience yes. yeah. yeah yeah so if uh if i can um start off the year with kind of giving that stuff up but usually I mean, obviously, there's a spiritual spiritual benefit to it, but then there's the health mm-hmm. benefit to it, um, yeah. and that kind of gets me off on a better start right after the holidays, which is nice. So giving that up, um, the only downside about giving those things up is you're not really giving up a particular, like a larger, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving up something snacky, so I'm, right. I'm not really giving up something that's going right. to, like, let's say if I give up more food or if I give up a meal or something like that, that gives me that time that I'm like focusing on. I wondered if that's where you were going. That focus on fasting. Or the other thing is what I did last year was I gave up, um, I'm kind of big into mobile games and stuff. So I gave up, uh, I gave up games and like, I I don't remember if I gave up TV or not, but I might've, might've given up TV and games for that three weeks. And there is nothing that gives you more time back than giving up that kind of stuff. The stuff that you kind of do in your downtime, Sure. But it takes up time either way. Um, now, that last year I gave that up, and in hindsight, I probably would have been better off time-wise to do that this year mm-hmm. rather than giving up a food, a food category. But So I might do that for Lent. I haven't decided yet. Wow. So. Yeah. Well, keep us posted. Yeah. I certainly will. Yeah, and now future you have episodes to keep the whole of, church posted. Yeah, because. exactly right. And fewer, yeah. future episodes of uh, at least two at Parbar. <laughs> Or Westward one. Westward, Westward one. one. We're gonna. We're just gonna let you guys know. We're still. The name is fluid. We're still trying to figure that out and uh, yeah. whatever sounds best. Why don't you tweet us at? <laughs> well, by the time they hear it, we should have the name. Well, this is down, true. We hopefully. might. We could be three or four episodes into this before you, know, you actually really download fun, one. So we just changed it every every now and then. Maybe you know what? You Keep them guessing. That's exactly right. We could name it Scotty and the Pippins. 
<laughs> since we got Scott. And you so we're the, the so we're the Pippins. <laughs> like the second banana connotation there, you know. I have no idea what you just said. Scotty Pippen wasn't the number one guy on the team. So, uh, so second banana? What does that even mean? You've never heard that phrase? I've never heard that I've phrase. I've never heard second banana. Second banana? Just last Text year. Text us. Email us. Tell me if you're you familiar with that phrase, second banana. It was a very common phrase. Usually very the, common uh, when. the co-star. If the star of the of the television show was... I've, no, heard, see, no, I've heard second fiddle. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. I've heard but second I'm fiddle. Heard second Play banana. second fiddle to so and so or whatever. But I've never heard a second banana. That really doesn't. That's kind of a nonsensical saying, if you ask me. But, but hmm. there's also a little bit of uh, age difference in the three of us. So let's bring it on to the next topic. Have you ever heard a segue? <laughs> 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 no, but I think it was. That's funny because last year I had never heard the phrase "no skin off my nose" before. Have you guys ever heard that? Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Never heard that before last year. Someone Do you remember said the first time you heard it? Oh. Uh, Did you just say you heard it last year? Yeah. I think it was something. It might have been we were in a, like a group text about something youth youth band, like trying to figure out something, whether we were going to do some, a song Doesn't that line appear in It's a Wonderful Life when uh, Mr. Potter's financial manager comes in? To point out to him how well uh, the development that's funded by Bailey Brothers Building and Loan is doing. Mm-hmm. And he says, it's no skin off my nose, but these houses that were built for this much are now worth this much. Wow. Hmm. And then and then Mr. Potter says something disparaging, and the guy just sort of shrugs his shoulders and says, as I say, it's no skin off my nose. Interesting. But I might huh. be remembering it wrong. Maybe he said skin off my back. Maybe he said skin off my teeth. I'm sure he didn't say skin off my No, skin off the teeth because you made it by the skin of your teeth. That's a reference. That's a phrase I've heard. That's from Job, by the way. The book of Job. Yeah. Really? Which yeah. part? Uh, somewhere in the middle. <laughs> somewhere. It's, it's a quote from Job, Job himself, though. Wow. I escaped okay. with the skin of my I'm teeth. I'm not remembering it's, that. It's actually not by the skin of my teeth. It's, it's with, with the skin, the skin of my teeth. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Now going back to It's a Wonderful Life. That was the I watched that movie last, not this past holiday season, but the last holiday season. That was the first time I've ever seen that movie. Never seen it. Never seen it. Is wow. actually, you know what? How did you get hired here? <laughs> well, because I was interviewed by your father and not by you. Apparently, <laughs> no, who probably we, has yet to see it all the way through. Oh, really? See, right. it was on. Guy, my dad. I think it was on. Uh, it might have been on Amazon Prime. It was on something that I'm like, or Netflix. Probably. It might have been on Netflix. And I'm like, I was working at the, I was working at home or doing something. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start watching that and see. I've just never seen it. I've just, obviously, it's an iconic film, and so there's a few certain clips of it. You know, every time a bell rings and all these things, it's just sure. iconic in our culture. When you mm-hmm. hear about it, you know where it came from. But I've never seen the movie start to finish, so I watched it. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> Little movie reference that those of you who are fans of It's a Wonderful Life will get. I'm sure. <laughs> oh my gosh! We now have M and M's all over the floor. <laughs> Let me pick those up. <laughs> no, you guys we'll just, just leave. go about and keep looking that direction while I pick those up off the floor. <laughs> All right. This great. took a very bad turn. So anyway, <laughs> so I watched it, and while I was working, I'm like, you know, this is a really obviously for a reason. The reason it's in a cultural iconic movie is because it is so good. But I'm like, this is a this is an amazing movie. I mean, it really kind of it really touched me. It was really a cool. Me movie. Too. It was a great movie. So I agree. I decided me every time. I probably should also watch Casablanca as well, and yes, some of these other should. some of these other classics for I, a reason. I said movies. It before. That's it. The classics are classics for a reason. Yep. yep. I uh, I actually heard something interesting about It's a Wonderful Life. How when it first came out, it actually wasn't that big of a hit. It, like that's it, correct. It didn't do well in the box office, and so like 
eventually movies become open to the public unless some the studio chooses to what like, do you redo the license or the copyright on right. it? Open to and public, as in you could show it and do whatever you want with it. Became yeah, more oh. or less public domain. So, and suddenly, yeah, it, beca- public domain. It, it became very cheap to show. Yeah. So um, when "It's a Wonderful Life" ran out, no one like decided to buy out the copyright or whatever. So they just started playing it on TV because it was so it was cheap Which or was, free to do. If I'm not mistaken, not until the '80s. I'm not probably, sure about that. Probably, because yeah, because I, I think it. copy. When was the movie come out? Oh, movie came out in uh, 1842. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, but no, I, it, no was it was the uh, 50s or so. It was was it 50s? Or so? 50s. It was set in the 40s. 40s, correct? Because isn't okay. it copyright usually, usually like 25? Years? I thought copyright was 25 years. Yeah, so that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so yeah, cool. then everyone just started watching it and became huh. part yep. of. Cultural icon. Our cultural. That's very That's cool. right. Pretty interesting. So, this podcast will be a flop. Yeah. Starting Until off, but then later. 25 years later, from now, this is going to be a cultural icon. starts listening for free. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, real quick, and so just thinking about it, because I'm holding one in my hand here. I've got some sample USB drives. Thinking about yeah. getting some USB uh devices maybe with some the church logo or something on it to to give to our children's workers because they um they work hard and they are in the children's classes during the service so they often get uh either recordings on cd or what have you of the messages and we're looking to maybe upgrade or add this to our uh media repertoire but then the cool thing about these flash drives we can put lots of messages on them and we can use them we can distribute them a little bit easier than cds and a lot of people can just pop these into their computer and download them and do whatever so That's uh a great idea. and, and uh, up until you know at current pastor scott is uh not really wanting to post his messages out there for the world to hear so i'm not opposed to putting them online i want them password protected for our church at this point ah mm. gotcha gotcha now these podcasts will not be password protected so well. That's when the censorship well, comes. That's out. when the <laughs> that's when we have the big man with the big stamp. <laughs> so anyway, but these are the flash drives. We got a few samples here. This is pretty cool. Kind of see our uh, church logo on a couple of these. They're looking pretty yeah. neat. So yeah. kind of yeah. excited to get that started and get that rolling out. And what's that? Slides hey, out? How can you? Yeah, that doesn't like this one. I'm really, not, that, that's yeah, my favorite. That that's one. It slides out and it just feels it just feels a little flimsy. This looks like a spaceship. Well, like that's not why I don't like it though. Right. And then you've got I've, I kind of yeah, like these or like a James Bond sort <clears throat> you've of got car these remote these ones that yeah. feel like solid metal yeah that are very sturdy they're just kind of very simplistic I like that simple design yeah I like this one just because it, it's got the screw cap which is a little bit bulky but it's just kind of a, it's got a cool weight to nice it hefty. yeah nice and hefty but these the lipstick one I'm not crazy about right either there. I I don't know I'm just yeah, I don't know. some of that something about these these two here feel flimsy but these two feel they just feel solid durable. Now, that one that's got the open contacts, I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Yeah. I don't know if those contacts will get dirty when you put it in your computer, how that would still work. But mm. but that one right there is probably one of my top. Those two are my top two. So, I'm, I don't know. I'm just kind of a tech head, so I'm pretty excited about maybe getting some of these are, going. Are we limited? To, can we only get one time or one kind? Well, we could get multiple kinds. It's just a matter of the the, the, the price discounts when right. you order in bulk. So, if we got two different kinds, it probably wouldn't discount as quite as much. So. <clears throat> but I'm thinking we could easily place an order of 100 at least. I think that would be pretty cool, maybe yeah. more. Right on. So right on. so if you'd like all of our podcasts placed on USB drive, 
All yours for one donation. To, hey, no, I'm kids, just joking. Uh, family <laughs> trip down to Florida. Let's That's listen right. to these guys let's, talk the whole let's way. Let's load up on the podcast let's before we hit the road. Let's load up at least two at Par Bar or <laughs> Go Westward, Par. Young Man, or whatever we decide. <laughs> Par Bar Westward. So... Um, so how was I know we're we're a week or so out, but everybody's holidays were pretty good, pretty yeah, yeah. I'm always uh, from a physical standpoint, I'm always quite ready for the fast by the time the holidays. That's, are well, over that's very true. Yeah, myself miserable. It's a good timing. Yeah. I'm glad the I'm glad the first of the year coincides with uh, New Year's. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but no, seriously. After yeah. you know, Thanksgiving is not that long before Christmas, and then of course Christmas a week later. You've got New Year's. It's a lot of celebrating, and consequently for for us anyway, a lot of eating. Yeah, which, jammed into a short time, and it's happening during winter when sometimes it's harder to get the exercise and, very and good point. burn those extra calories off. So, <clears throat> but no, other than that, uh, holidays went very well for the Millicis. Yeah, we need to start an exercise group here at the church. That would be cool. Didn't you guys did used that to once. do that? We did. Well, we did for yeah, a while. I don't remember why. I don't remember. We. I think people just started getting some of the. Well, I stopped because I had a. Yeah, you had a little nerve bit, in yeah, my hip or that something. Yeah, nerve, that's, that's right. Cool. Well, and then we had some of our, we had several students that came out from our youth group, actually, uh, Solid Rock Youth Group. We had some homeschool students that made some time in their schedules, and they came right. out and worked out with us, which is cool. We did a yeah. fun little uh, mixed Combat. martial arts kind of yeah. uh, workout, which was a blast. Had a good time doing it, and then some schedule, well, you had your pinchback thing, and some schedules kind of got in the way, and so when yeah. you cancel one or two, sometimes it just kind of Easy falls by the way. So we need, I would love to get that going again. That, that would, would be a blast, because that's a really fun workout to do. So, And the other thing I loved about it was the fact that we there was a group of us that did it together. Yeah. And just like what you were talking about, Pastor Scott, with the fast, when you do something as a group, you almost feel like there's a little bit of a... Um, well, it's extra motivation yeah, and motivation, even an obligation. Yeah, or even an obligation. And to me, anyway, it kind of spurred me to do better because yeah. I'm kind of showing off for some of my students. So that was pretty cool. But uh, so that kind of motivated me to, to like work out a little harder. To, plus, I got to, you know, get on, guys, let's get moving. You know, yell at them and That's encourage right. them and stuff. And so it was just a fun time. It was pretty good. So we need yeah. yeah. to get that started back again. So. Yeah, yeah, it too. Be very cool. Problem is, I think do you guys do that on Thursdays. I don't remember what day we did it on. We did, we did two Monday, days Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, oh, was it? Uh, it? Was it? What? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We did three days a week. I don't know. May I think it, we'd come in for a creative team, or maybe I came in early for a Wednesday. I don't know. But I came into your office, and there was that sweaty bag yep. on the floor. Yeah. So that was the only downside. Sweaty, stinky bag in your office. <laughs> well, yeah, I had stuff zipped up. Like, I mean, what do you mean? It didn't smell that bad in my you office. Live like five minutes away. Just go home, take a quick shower, and come back. Why? When I could just work and go home and take a shower before church. Huh? Sure, man. Be a waste of time. Although I did go home on a lunch hour sometimes, and I would do that, but still. You know, it was stinky with those gloves, those weighted gloves. Yes, your Ooh. workout gloves. That's right. That was. Yeah, those were ripe. You still have those? Still do. Did you clean them? Sitting them? No, but I figure they've aired out by now. It's time to start <laughs> it's this program. It's kind of like gym clothes again. in high school. You never, right. That's right. Never take them home. Never take it. You never took Just your gym wait, clothes Wait till they dissolve and replace them. I think. I might have taken them over home over like winter semester, but I had like two sets of gym clothes. I don't even care how many sets you've got. I took my clothes home every week and washed them. That's disgusting. Okay, it was senior year, and I didn't do anything in gym class, so <laughs> which is pretty much my senior was my senior year in general of high school. Not doing anything. Yeah, really? I had I took an art class. It was my seventh period, and like halfway through the first quarter, I just stopped going because I would just finish the project so early. And all the other kids are there were like freshmen, so they're like, 
how does this work? How do you work a paintbrush? <laughs> so I just go over to the next room, which is like basically a study hall, and they're just watching movies all the time. So wow. I now nice. go in there and watch You know, movies. that explains a lot about your education, actually. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Too. See, my senior year was, I wouldn't say it was like a nothing year, but I was very comfortable at school. I was very, I mean, obviously complete opposite of freshman year when I had, I just didn't know anything. My grades were not very good my freshman year because I just did not adjust to high school very well. There's a whole different, because so, I came from a small school, which Zach, you did too. Mm-hmm. But so I came from a small school and my class size, like 20, I mean, a small rural school. So then I get to, even though by its own standards, it was not very big, but get to the high school, uh, you know, when my class size was five times that, and then the school overall is bigger. You've got the mixed classes. You've got, right. it's just, you know, it's just, uh, it's a lot to get used to. So my grades weren't all that hot. Uh, and then as I got more comfortable in high school and, uh, and I tell, I tell my students this, uh, on, on occasion when, you know, when the topic comes up, but my sophomore year, uh, had a, had geometry as a math class and geometry is something I think just something I get spatially just geometry and just, it was just a really cool class to take. Yeah. So. What you didn't like geometry? I, I I just was no good at it. Really? Proofs. Yeah. See, I thought proofs. I just proofs, proofs is, is what, what made got me. Oh, see now proofs. I, I I was fine with proofs. I like proofs. But the thing that Gosh, really got weird. me was when we did angles and uh, you know use protractors and oh, compasses and stuff. That stuff oh, yeah. was great. See that stuff to me, but it came very naturally That's and very like easy to me. Geometry. I don't care what it is. It came very naturally and easy to me. But listen, now listen, I'm being when serious. When you walked here. into the classroom, were all the kids a lot shorter than you? <laughs> well, I was a big, I, I was a tall kid anyway. But the, um, but the stuff that we were doing just came so naturally and easy. That's when I started getting good grades, and that was a confidence booster for me. Uh, and I'm literally, I can pinpoint it from that point on. I'm like, you know, I can do this. Wow, well, right. Whether it's English or whether which English was not my favorite, speech was my worst. But like with all these other classes, I'm like, you know what? If I can get good grades in math, if I just apply myself, I can do well. Right. I hardly, I hardly ever took homework home. I always was diligent enough to get all my stuff done in study hall, or I knew I would get it done in study hall. So very rarely did I have stuff to work on at home. I mean, I was just, I became, I started to become more comfortable in my own skin, right. more comfortable at school, more comfortable with the schedule, so on and so forth, and became a pretty good student. So senior year wasn't, I wouldn't say it was like a cakewalk. It's not like we watched movies all the time, but. As far as my class load and all that stuff, I was very comfortable with it, and I was very adept at, at yeah. getting things done. And so it was essentially an easy year for the most part, but not because of the classes that I picked, but mostly because of my comfort level and my confidence in my right. schooling and stuff, right. what I was doing. Let, let me that, that triggered something in my mind. Now, you pay attention to this, Zach, because I'm going to ask you something similar here in just a moment. <clears throat> okay. You mentioned that the, the confidence booster. Right. Was it a moment when you just realized that, uh, that uh, hey, I'm good at this? And that was the confidence booster, or did your teacher ever say anything to you? No, uh, my teacher didn't even smile, so wow. that wasn't it. Wasn't <laughs> it's just a, so it wasn't just a realization. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a realization because it was seeing that those good grades on my pa- reflected on my papers. Right, they kind of made me confident. You know what? If I apply myself, right. I could do better than what I That's what good. I had been doing. What I had been doing. Now, so. Can you think of a time a teacher, and, and limited to high school maybe, but not necessarily said something to you uh anything uh, along that line that uh that helped you succeed helped you enjoy school experience you can think about for a moment if you got a anything similar ever happened to you or did you have a moment like matt had where it's like wow hey this is something i'm good at 
I think Zach's still waiting for his moment. <laughs> when you go to air quotes college, are all the students a little shorter than you? Yeah, they're all. I don't. I don't know that moms I could, are dropping them off. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know that I could point to a specific. Like, I don't. I don't know that yeah, I could I point to a specific thing a teacher said. You know, right. hey Matt, you're gifted in this. You need. Right, you know, right. you're, you can do this. I mean, all the teachers that I had for the most part were very encouraging and nice. I mean, right. that was. You know what I'm saying? I had one yeah. particular teacher that. Because I had I had a tendency to be, like I was a good kid. You right, know, I didn't right, cause trouble. I was right. not a troublemaker. I did. I I always respected my teachers always, and I had an English teacher. She, uh, she was my English two teacher, and she had a very uh, a notorious reputation for just being very hard nosed. Like if somebody fell right. asleep in class, you probably got something thrown at you. Like it was just it wow. was a riot. You know, she, if she got mad at somebody because people were disrespecting her horse around yeah. in class, I mean, she'd kick doorstops down the hallway. It was awesome. She was yeah. great. She was one of my favorite teachers because she had that energy. It was just yeah. funny. You know, she was a short little thing too. Who it was, was hilarious. It? What was her name? I'm not, I don't know if we can yeah. name names on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, so it was it was just awesome. You know, and so it, and to this day, she was one of my one of my favorite. Not my favorite. You know, I don't like to pick favorites, but one of my I should say most influential teachers right. just because of her attitude and right. just because of the fun I had in class. Sure. And that was an English class. I didn't care for English, you know, so, but she made it fun and she, you know, she was kind of, she had this thing she called soapbox. So she would stand up on her quote unquote air quotes soapbox and kind of <laughs> rail about something, a topic or whatever it was. Right. And so it was just really cool. But as far as maybe somebody encouraging me, like really pushing me, I'd have to say it was one of my football coaches. We um, <clears throat> yeah, but they're supposed to do that. Well, they are supposed to. Do that. Yeah. However, though, but this particular coach, who I won't name names, I didn't really care for because he was he was very like he pushed hard, almost to right. a mean, like almost mean kind of thing. Uh, probably the closest thing I've ever known to a drill sergeant. I've never wow. been in the military or anything. But anyway, and um, Scott, it was you been in the military? I, I have. We can say that for another sure podcast. We'll a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear a story or two, uh, which is the only reason we brought him into this there podcast. There I was. <laughs> We were in the trenches. In um, Korea. Knee deep in hand grenade pins. <laughs> bodies stacked like cordwood. But it was a coach. It was in my sophomore year. Freshman year of football, I was one of the bigger kids. Obviously, I was a lineman because I was just built for it. Freshman year of football. And I always started, again, just for the simple – it was simple logistics. It was numbers. It was I was a bigger kid, whatever. Sure. As I got older and the kids – size caught up with me and the kids who worked out more and, and worked harder at it, you know, whatever. But my sophomore year, we, um, we were at practice and I don't remember if we were halfway through the season. I don't remember what it was and we were having a good season. I just was not, I, you know, I saw guys passing me up. I'm just not a super aggressive person just by nature, uh, which obviously to play football. You need to have that aggressive. You need to be able to think quick. You need to be able to run plays. You need to be able to do stuff. You know, and so some of that I'm just not, some of that doesn't come naturally like geometry right. would. You know, type of thing. And so I was like, you know, coach, I think I'm just kind of. I think I'm going to hang it up. You know, football. I'm just not. Super, I'm not aggressive. I'm not passionate about it. It's just not. I enjoy doing it. I enjoyed being on the team. I enjoyed, you know. But when I was a freshman, I almost joined football because a lot of the guys that I knew were doing it. Right. I wanted to fit in partially. Um, but also because I didn't know a lot of people and the people I did know were going out for football. So I'm like, you know what? I'll go out for, I never played football for freshman year. It was my first year I ever played. I never played peewee football, none of that. And so I'm going into it with a little bit of a handicap anyway, because a lot of the guys were playing had played peewee football at right, least a little bit. Right. So they had an idea of what to expect. I had, I mean, I knew nothing going into it. And so I also, when I second guess myself, I hesitate a lot. 
you know. Right. And so when you have to run a play, you can't hesitate. You got to go get it, right? And so I was a lot. I was always getting yelled at and stuff because the coach just wanted to push me, right? right. And so one time after practice, I walked up to this particular coach. He was our line coach, and I said, "Coach, I don't. I think I'm done. I'm gonna." hang it up. I'm just not cut out for football. I'm just not enjoying it. I don't like it or whatever. And he was very stern with me. Very, he wasn't, he wasn't very mean. He wasn't anything like that. He was like, you know what? If you quit, you're going to look back and you're going to wish you hadn't, you're going to regret it. You know, don't, because you're having a hard time with this or you're, because you're not getting the play time that you want or whatever the case was. And I don't remember all the specifics, exactly what he said. It was more or less the, the, you know, the feeling that he left me with, you know, was like, if you quit, you're going to regret it. That year, which is my sophomore year, was the year we went to state. Wow. That was the year in which we hadn't, that was in 97, um, dating myself just a little bit. That was in 1997. The year, the, the time before that they had gone to state was like in 89. So we're talking almost a decade. Wow. And our, our head coach always used to talk about the 89 team, because that was when he, that was, he was only a year or two into coaching at, at our high school. When that 89 team went to state, they got second in state, runner-up at state, which is still huge. I mean, that's a huge honor. Uh, And so we would always hear about the 89 team, the 89 team, the 89 team. And we had a really good team my sophomore year. And so obviously on varsity, I didn't start or anything because I was only a sophomore. However, being part of that team was just absolutely amazing and something I will always remember. And to think, had I went ahead and quit... Yeah. That would be a regret that I had this day. So not only did that team go to state, but I stayed on and continued to play through my junior and my senior year in high school. And my senior year, which is my class, who was technically as a class undefeated all the way through. So like wow. freshman year, we were undefeated. Both JV, our, our, our J, and I know we all, we played on varsity, but as JV team, juniors or sophomores and juniors, our J team, JV team was completely undefeated all the way through. Wow. Our senior year, when I was a senior, played undefeated all the way through until that state game when we lost the state game. Wow. So we got runner-up. We got second in state. So it's not like I can pull out wow. a state championship ring or medal That's or right. whatever. Still. However, being second in state, so if I had quit, I would have missed out on two state runs yeah. with my team and memories that I've had forever. So as far as wow. a teacher goes – and something that encourages me, that was probably that's probably the story that I pull out most right to be on. like, you know what? Stick it out. You know what I'm saying? You can do even if you're not the best at something, yeah. Don't quit. You know, right. that type of thing. So yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. say that'd be my most encouraging thing as far as school goes and, and something that somebody really encouraged me and said to me. So That's good. Yeah. Thank good you. Good to hang on to those things. Remember them. <clears throat> you should write a letter to that coach. I actually talked to his wife just the other day because she's they're still here in town. He's actually a principal at another school now. I don't okay, remember which school really? off the top of my head. Yeah, so it was, I don't know. Yeah, I think pretty I know cool. what you're talking about. You think? Do you really know what I'm talking about? Yeah, exactly yep. right. Yep. Mm. Um, anyway, but uh, so yeah, just that's one of my gosh, that's one of my big memories as wow. far as high school, as far as an encouraging moments. So very cool. Maybe next time, Zach, we'll hear your memory of an uh, influential <laughs> teacher. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we can start that off there next time. So. It's great. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, everybody. This is uh, We're still kind of uh, figuring how this thing's going to work, enjoying ourselves. Hope you enjoyed it. Give some feedback, uh, but uh, no criticism, please. Just positive <laughs> feedback is what we're positive. looking for here. Constructive Make feedback, sure to lie. Please. Make sure to <laughs> lie and tell us it's good. All right, great. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it, and um, we will, um, we'll get the next one posted as soon as we get her uh, wrapped and recorded. So you guys have a great rest of the day. Blessings. Blessings.